Welcome to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast, where we take real life situations, make them real practical, and share with you real wisdom that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's welcome our host, Dr. K. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. Yes, you know it. We have back with us today, Ms. Shantan Germany. There is so much that we can learn and draw from her. And today, she's just going to share with us just a piece of her faith journey. We always talk about how it's an adventure to follow after the Holy Spirit, where she is actually living it. And so she's going to share that with us today. I think I keep going back to her because I'm encouraged every time I speak with her. So here you go. Here is Ms. Shantan Germany and our conversation about her walk of faith. Okay. Well, once again, I want to welcome back Ms. Shantan Germany to the podcast. You guys probably are noticing she's probably going to be a regular <laughs> on here because, you know, the Lord just uses her in so many different ways. But uh, our last time together, she alluded to the fact, um, and she even prefaced it by saying, as you already know, (laughs) as it's no secret, I think that's what she said, that she's in Casper, Wyoming. And I uh, shared with her that not everybody knows that you're in Casper, Wyoming. So uh, I asked her to come back um, just to share with you this faith journey that got her to, to that place, to there. Oh, don't even get me started on there. When we talk about <laughs> Elijah and there, oh, that's okay. Let me not go there. But anyway, so we just want to take a moment today to share her faith journey from here to there. So welcome back, Miss Shantan. I'm so glad that you are here. Tell us how did this even begin? What what you you were in Louisiana, and what happened that even put the thought of Wyoming in your mind? Okay, so um, before the thought was the desire to was put in my heart, um, God had been speaking to me. Prior to this, I believe at least a year, wow. I had kept hearing um, move in faith, move in faith. I kept hearing that and I kept writing it down. And I remember having a conversation with you, like Dr. Kedra, the Lord keeps saying move in faith. But I was like, okay, I don't, where am I moving to? Like, where am I going? I don't know what to do. And you said, just pray about it and just leave it alone. And he'll, he'll, he'll show you, he'll reveal it. And I said, yes, ma'am. So Every time he said move in faith, I wrote it down and I was just like, okay, God, you know, I'm, tell me where to go, you know, what to do. And that went on for probably about a year, um, maybe even longer than that. But that went on for, for, for quite some time. And I think that was because of what he was going to ask me to do. He was already preparing my heart. So yeah. I wanted to lay that out first and then go to, um, this was on, um, 52521. I was um of course I was sleeping and the Lord gave me a dream. And in the dream, I was in this room and I was packing up a lot of a lot of things that were in the room in, in this particular room. Uh, I believe it was a living room space. And it was other women that were helping me. And that's amazing because 
even telling that now, Dr. Keech, if you could try to hold on to that, mm -hmm. because that very thing came to reality on my way out. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was packing up things and just sorting things out in pals um, <laughs> in that, in that dream. And um, so uh, then the dream went to um, in that dream, which I'm, it was a portion of the dream that could be relevant to the, the move, but I'm not going to share that part. Um, I'm just going to go to the, the moving part. Okay. Um, maybe that, maybe that'll come up later, but, um, then the dream went to me going outside packing boxes in the very truck that I have now. Wow. So then after, yes, after that, I woke up. So when I woke up, I was like, Lord, what is this dream that you've given me? You know, help me to understand, you know, you already said that you bring, you know, interpretation, you bring revelation, understanding of dreams. What, what are you saying? And when I asked that question, he said, pack your bags and go West. Mm. And when he said, pack your bags and go West, I was like, huh, you know, like I'm I, keep in mind, I'm, this is like around three ish, maybe two something, two something in the morning. Um, so I got up and I got my cell phone and I start uh, looking on the West side of the United States map. And okay. I seen all these states that's West. And I instantly seen Seattle, Washington sitting up there. And I used to live in Seattle. So I'm like, oh, I may be going back to Seattle. <laughs> and so, so you know, I, I was thinking that. So then I got, um, then, then, then a wrestle, a wrestle started coming after I said that I started wrestling. So I was like, well, maybe he was saying West of Louisiana. So I started looking at what's all on the west side of Louisiana. And of course, Greenwood was one of the places, which is where I wanted to move because um, my sister stay in that area. So I wanted to, you know, move over in that area. Anyway, I had been looking at a lot of different land out there. So I, I wanted to go in that area. And he said, I didn't say pack your bags and move west of Louisiana. I said, pack your bags and move west. Wow. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> so then I began to pray and ask the Lord, like, where you want me to go, Lord? Where west? Because I see all these states over to the west. And then he said, Wyoming. Mm. And when he said Wyoming, then I clicked on the state. This is never a place I would have desired to go. So I clicked on the actual state and I seen all these cities that was within Wyoming, like Cheyenne, Casper, some other places. But <clears throat> I seen I, I seen these little cities that's with within the state. And I began to pray on that. And the more I prayed on it, the more he just kept highlighting Casper, Casper, mm -hmm. Casper, Casper. So I said, OK, I wrote all this down. And I just began to just pray on this. And it was a wrestle. I wrestled with this instruction for about a week, about literally five days. And the more I wrestled, the more he was bringing revelation. Um, and, and the more he was just confirming that move. I even had a friend um, that stay in a different state that I was sharing, um, sharing this journey with. And she was like, well, you know, of course, just pray it out. And then she come, she come calling me. Um, I don't, I don't remember the time frame. She's like, I have never ever seen a, a nothing with Wyoming on it. Do you know I just seen somebody walking with a shirt on with <laughs> Wyoming on it, Casper, Wyoming. Oh and, wow. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And, and she was like, you know, this is just mind blowing. All this time I've been in this state, I had never seen nothing about no Wyoming. So, so anyways, I just kept, you know, just praying it out, just praying it out. The more I prayed it out, the more the wrestle of unsure uncertainty became a peace, you mm-hmm. know, like I had a peace, like it was just a peace. So I was like, okay, Lord. So, um, I had some conversation with some friends, Deshonda being one of them. And um, I was just talking to her about it, talking to you about it, Dr. Kedra. And, and in that conversation, just praying. And I, I don't have it in the front of me because I wrote everything down. But it was some revelation coming, some particular revelations, specific revelations. And I remember in one conversation, me and Deshonda was talking about it. And something had come up that 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 was a revelation. And he said, how much confirmation are you going to need? Because I kept praying for confirmation. So I was like, OK, OK, God. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So as I begin to um, accept the instruction that the Lord was giving me, <clears throat> then He started giving specific dates. Mm-hmm. You know, um, He wanted me to move on the 27th of December. Everything was dates. Well, let, let me back up because after He gave me this instruction, He told me that He He, he kept highlighting seven. I kept seeing seven. Like everything I seen was a seven. And he told me, he literally said seven. And then after he said seven, he said completion. Mm -hmm. And then he said, this season, uh, no, he said, this, this, this season is completed. That's what he said. So when he said that, I was like, it's just, is a thought came to my head, check to see how long you've been in your apartment. So I asked my daughter at the time we, we were still living together. I said, how long have we been here? And she said, mom, I think, um, since, 2014. So I was like, I don't know we've been here that long. And she's like, I'm telling you, I came over here when I was in high school at this particular high school. So I was like, okay. So I called the office and I asked the office to go back to the date that I moved in. And they gave me the date and the year. And it was 2014, which was seven years. Wow. So yeah. And the time that he gave me the dream and the time he was telling me to leave in December was seven months. So wow. I was, I had seven months to prepare. So everything was, he's showing me that this season in, in Louisiana is completed. Now it's time to go for it. So, so I just kept seeing, still seeing the sevens, even reading in the word of God, you know, I just kept seeing seven. So I was like, okay, God, I hear you. I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. So, um, so again, he gave me specific dates on when to, um, move out of the apartment, when to call the apartments out here to apply for the apartment when to turn my two weeks notice in. I mean, like literally everything was specific dates. Like he just was showing me that everything was in, in his perfect timing. So of course I obeyed all of those instructions. So even after I'm gonna go back again, because after he had told me to move, then I began to ask him, well, God, what about all these things in this apartment? Like what am I gonna do? And he told me to take nothing take nothing but my clothes and my TV. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote all that down and he gave me in that moment, I was like, okay, well, how am I going to get out there? And I just bought this. You just blessed me with this, this truck, this new truck. Am I supposed to drive this truck way out here? And when I asked that question, he literally gave me a vision of my truck on a auto transport and a U-Haul truck pulling it. He literally gave me that vision. So I said, I began to check prices when he gave yeah. me that vision. And as I checked the prices, um, 
And I seen the amount. I was like, well, Lord, if this is what you're asking me to do, then you, you have to provide because I don't have that uh, amount right now on top of, you know, paying bills and stuff. That same day, very sad. Well, I, I called Deshonda and we prayed. I said, Deshonda, let's pray about this. And we prayed and we came into agreement. And that same day, literally when I hung up with her within, I say, I want to say it was, it was within the hour. It wasn't even over an hour. He sent someone to bless me with that, that amount plus more for the, for the U-Haul expense. So everything was just coming into place, you know, as far as everything that he was telling me to do, everything started coming into place. So, um, so as I, you know, began to, you know, you know, pack and, 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 um, just, you know, doing little things to prepare myself for it. I had several conversations with you prior even to this move. And I'm going to go back to one of me and your conversations too. One time we had had a lunch in the front of my job. You came up to my uh, job and you said, the Lord said, come out, come out of the building and just enjoy it, you know, just being outside, you know, because I love nature. So you came up and we set two lawn chairs out in the front of my job out of your truck that you always prepare for. So we sat out there and we ate. And after we ate, you said, I need to pray over you. And when you prayed over me, you started, you know, talking about dreaming again. And after you prayed, you had said, um, well, this is two different times. So two different times we had had a prayer that had pointed to um, me moving, but I, I I wasn't clearly seeing that. But then I'm going to go that I can't remember exactly that, that conversation, but I know it was about dreaming and, and moving and going forth and to be expecting, mm. which all lined up once he gave me instruction. But it was this particular conversation that we had over the phone is where I wanted to go to. You were telling me to get some seeds, some wildflower seeds and just scatter the seeds. And you said, just go out there and just scatter them out there in the grass. Cause that's what, that's literally what we do when we go and, you know, share God with other people. We just, just scattering seeds. And I was like, without the kids, you know, I'm not, these, these people, are, you know, property, I don't want to be, you know, scattering those, you know, planting those seeds up, you know? And you said, well, somebody else will get a chance to be blessed by you. It's not like you're going to be there this time next year anyway. And when you said that, I was like, Wow, but this was before even God gave me the dream. So I had to go back to that. So all these things just start, he just started reminding me of all these conversations that I had had with you, you know, just just the move forward. He just started highlighting all these things. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So so now going back to, you know, walking through the dates, you know, uh, when to turn in the two weeks notice, you know, when to um um turn in my my 30-day notice at the apartment. Uh, when to call the apartments, when I call the apartments, um, keep in mind, um, I'm leaving my job in two weeks. So <laughs> I wasn't going to have a job in Wyoming. Um, and I applied for the apartments and got, got approved for the apartments in less than an hour. They wow. were calling me, they telling me that I was approved. So everything was just falling in place. So I had been saving some money because of course you had told me you need to have a a moving fund. So I had to start saving some money and putting some money back. So I paid the deposit. So um, up to the prior to, you know, preparing to move, I knew you were doing refresh and, um, I was contemplating on if I was going to go to refresh because of, you know, just knowing that I was trying to keep all the money that I was extras to put up for the moving fund. So, um, somebody came along and wanted to bless me with it. Um, but the Lord has specifically told me, um, you know, go to refresh. So I, I, 
arranged to go to refresh. And um, that time, the time frame that the Lord had me to, that he had you to schedule the refresh day was literally um, my, was going to be my, the day that I turned my two weeks notice in. So the day that I turned my two weeks notice in is the day that you had refreshed, had scheduled the first day of refresh. So went to refresh, got so many blessings. I did not know that you were going to ask the people to sow a seed into the ministry. So many blessings came from that to help, you know, send me to the assignment that God has sent me to. And from there, it's just so many things, just even me and you praying about um, someone going with me so I don't have to drive by myself. The Lord provi- provided that. It looked like I was literally going to go by myself. And I think it was just a matter of testing my faith because mm-hmm. I was like, God, I'm going to go regardless if I have someone to go with me or, or not. And God provided a ram in the bush, which means you have prayed about that. My son ended up coming with me. We even prayed about once I got here, you know, having someone waiting to help me unload the truck. And when you pray that prayer, I'm not realizing that when I got to Wyoming, that it was going to be just enough time for me to take my son to the airport and he would have to leave and that I would need someone to help me to unload all the boxes that I had packed, which was just clothes and appliance and things like that, dishes and things of that nature. But they were heavy, heavy boxes because you guys helped me, you know, was packing the living room, literally just like what was in a dream. Um, It was women helping me pack. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so, um, so in pals, because in a dream, it was in pals, like I had I, in a dream, but it was like a, a pal for like toys, you know, and other pals for like books and things like this. And literally you came into apartment and I know I'm kind of over the place, but I'm trying to bring all this into, you know, just, just give people a, a clear vision of what God is, is what he was doing. But in that dream, cause I wanted to go back to that. And then I'll come back to when I got to Wyoming in that dream, we had, uh, I had pals that I had things in. And when you came to help me organize the movement, you set specific, uh, like, like on the wall, you taped on the wall, like this is the trash pal. This is the shred pal. This is the, the what's going to be loaded up on the truck. So in that dream, I had pals in that room. I realized that that was going to eventually come into place. Wow. So now coming on a journey about we prayed for when I had to take my son, once I got here, I had to take him straight to the airport. And I began to weep because I started wavering in everything God had already shown me. Like, this is the unbelief coming in. Like, God, what I'm going to do? You know, I have nobody to help me, you know, move this truck. So I'm, I'm in my emotions. And then that moment, I just had shared some conversations with Deshaun and she had prayed and I believe she had contact you. But I went on and, and I'm, I'm kind of telling the fast version because I know you need to ask some questions. So I called the office and asked the office, could the maintenance man help, help me? And she's like, well, I just have one guy. I don't know. Let me see if I can get him to help you. So long story short, he he helped me unpack the truck with not charging me anything. I was trying to pay him. So literally that prayer that you pray way back in Louisiana, I literally walked through that, that God had somebody here waiting for me. All I had to do was open my mouth and ask. And once I asked and I was trying to offer money, he wouldn't even receive the money because it was that ram in the bush God had to help me unload the truck. So this whole journey was literally stepping out in faith and seeing God for who he said. He said, I'm your source. I'm going to provide. I've already went before you 
And I literally walked through that. I had some moments where I was, you know, wrestling with some doubt. But every time I wrestled with doubt, he brought me back to what he said. And he fulfilled everything that he told me about this journey. That is that is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. And I know you ran through that story so fast, being considerate of time. But I mean, there's some things I think we need to circle back around to and just kind of uh, flesh out a little bit more so that people can really appreciate this faith walk because we talk about faith. We quote the scriptures. We walk by faith and not by sight. But until you're actually asked to do something like this, I don't think we really have an appreciation of what faith really looks like in action. And so um, I want to go even further back because when you mentioned about the seven months uh that he started preparing your heart for this move or was it seven years now that I think about it did you say seven years seven years seven <laughs> years he had been preparing your heart for the move you know that 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 there was a move coming and then um as as we got closer to the time I want to go back because as you were talking I was recalling even a conversation it ended up being multiple conversations, but it started with one conversation that you and I had uh, where the whole concept of decluttering came up. You mm. remember that? Yes. And so as you were sharing, even about, you know, the time frame of him telling you it's time to pack up and it's time to move, the fact that you had already been obedient to a previous instruction to declutter made packing up and moving easier than it would have been had you had held on to all the stuff that he had mm -hmm. told you to let go of before. Wow. Can you wow, speak to that at all? Wow. wow. I didn't even realize that though, until you just highlighted that, that the declutter was going to even play a part in this move. Wow. So yeah, he had uh, woke me up one morning. I was getting dressed for work and I just heard declutter mm -hmm. and I wrote it down. And this particular, I think like after he had given me that word, I was coming to uh, Life United to sit in on one of your classes. And because um, I had already graduated, but I was I was sitting in on, on one of your, your classes. And I began to tell you that the Lord told me about declutter. And you had did a blog and had a similar word. Right now, the word is not standing out, but you had a, a similar word that was in your blog. And we thought we talked about it. And you said, well, what is it that you need to declutter? And I told you my closet. And, and that's in the book, you know, you whipped out your phone real quick and you start setting it up in your calendar. So in that moment, you didn't even give me a chance to make up excuses or procrastinate. You was like, oh, well, what time are you doing it this Saturday? And I'm saying to myself, like, what? I didn't say I was going to do it this Saturday. But in that moment, I realized, OK, this is you, you got to do this. You got to do this because I had cleaned out half of the closet, like the first half, but not the back half. So anyway, obeying that instruction, I did that that following Saturday. I think he had given me that word like on a Wednesday because I believe it was like a Thursday or so when I came to your class. Mm -hmm. So I, I began to declutter that closet, um, the back half of that closet on that Saturday, uh, not realizing that that closet was uh, symbolic to my heart. Mm -hmm. All the lies that the enemy had uh, clutter my heart with would have prevented now that you say that would have prevented this faith move because if I am not trusting God for who he said he is that he's Jehovah Jireh the God that provide I would have never been able to take this faith move so all the junk in my natural closet 
was a picture of all the clutter and lies in my heart that God had to declutter out so I can make this faith move. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that is so good. That's for somebody right there. Somebody <laughs> that's listening to this needs to do some natural decluttering and some spiritual decluttering. Now, I, I want to go back to also because you mentioned um, that you packed your bags um, and packed up your box in the dream. I think that was part of the dream you mentioned that you were packing uh, boxes into the truck that you currently have. I, I want you to share uh, even that faith move of how how you ended up with the vehicle that you are currently driving. Okay. So again, <laughs> he has used you to be such a blessing and such a safe voice and a trusted voice in my life. He had them bless you and you shared your testimony with me, which encouraged my faith. So when you shared your journey of how he had blessed you with a new vehicle, I'm like, well, I'm right behind you. I want to be blessed too. And I have been praying about another car because the car that I had currently has started giving me, which was a Mustang, has started giving me a lot of uh, a lot of front end problems. Mm-hmm. And so I, I began to pray. Um, and I have I have been praying prior to our conversation. But once you shared your conversation with me, it was literally like I was awakened. It was like you like like you opened the door to to faith like another level of faith like it was a door that was open and it was like if he did this for her he'll do it for me too so i i i, I got a hold to that and i'm like mm, yeah I'm, I'm believing for this so um have been praying about it but just stepped into a whole nother level of trusting god for for you know for that that provision in my life because i needed another vehicle so i was going to prayer uh, that particular morning, it was on a Saturday. I was I was getting ready to go to prayer over at the church that God had sent me to, and in that, when I woke up, I I heard, "Go pick you out, go get your car." Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, "I mean, I'm half sleeping because we had prayer at seven o'clock in the morning, but I would usually get up around you know four or five, spend some time with the Lord before I go to prayer. So I'm I'm half sleeping, so I'm not thinking about no car. So when I heard, "Go get your car." I was go pick your car out. That's what he said. Go pick your car. And I was like, what? So in my mind, you know, and he said that once I, my eyes just opened a little bit more and I'm like, oh, you know, I was, I was getting ahead of him, Dr. Kedger. See, this is why he had to always slow me down. I was like, oh, I'm going to go over to, um, I'm going to go over to Cadillac and give me an SUV. Cause I had already been looking at, you know, after you shared your journey with me, I had been looking at, you know, Cadillac SUVs and all this here, but that's not what he was telling me. So he said, as I kept moving, you know, getting dressed to prepare to go to prayer, he, he said, Kia. And I never thought about a Kia. So I was like, okay. And then after Kia, I heard Nissan. And then after, so when I heard Kia Nissan, now these are two different car cars, two different models and make, I'm like, this not making any sense. So at that point, I just didn't know what was going on. I just kind of just kept moving. I just kept moving because I didn't know what to do with that. So I got in the car. And when I got in the car to drive to uh, prayer, he said, go after prayer. So I said, okay. So went to prayer. Prayer was amazing. Then I called you and I said, Dr. Kedra, you know, and I, I started walking you through what I had had heard. And you said, okay, well, let's pray about it. So we prayed about it before I got to um, Kia. So drove on over to Kia after me, you prayed. 
And when I pulled up, it was raining this particular day. I never forget it. So I sat in the car and I prayed and I was like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I have not bought a car in a long time. The last time I was at the car dealership, I paid for the Mustang in full. So just help me to walk through this, you know, uh, help me not to be manipulated. You know, I just need your help, Holy Spirit. So I got out the car and as I was walking, not knowing what I was walking into, I just got out the car and this guy came out. This young guy, the salesman, came out, introduced himself. I introduced myself. He said, what are you looking for? I didn't even know what I was looking for. So, <laughs> so when he asked that question, I knew, well, I knew that it was going to be white or red because that's, those were the colors that the Lord was highlighting, white or red. Um, more particular, white. I kept, because uh, and that's a whole nother story we'll have to talk about. But um, so I was more impressed on white. So uh, he said, what are you looking for? And then I said, uh, something white or red. And then, no, no, before he said that, he said, what are you looking for? And the Lord said, something under 20,000 miles. And I said, something under 20,000 miles. So I just repeated <laughs> what, the, what, the, what the Holy Spirit said to me. And then he said, any particular color? And I said, white or red. So he said, okay, we got a lot of different things out here. Let's go to my office. And let's see what we have on the computer. The computer helped narrow that down. So we go, we go to his office. He started, you know, going through all these cars that he had um, that had under 20,000 miles on them. And he was calling the colors out. Go blue. I was like, no, that's not it. Like it was just nothing in my, that was like, no, that's not it. And then finally he said, well, I got a white Nissan that's got 15,000 miles on. I was like, well. Oh my goodness, like a light came on. That's what he was telling me back in the apartment. Kia, go over to Kia and it's going to be a white Nissan there. That's literally what he was telling me, but I was not understanding that yeah. at that time. So um, he went and got the car. And when he went and got the car, um, <laughs> um, the SUV rather, and pulled it in. And, you know, as he was going to get it, the Lord was telling me it was going to be front wheel drive. It was going to have a navigation system. He was telling me all this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I get out there and I start looking at the car and I start asking him questions. Is it front wheel drive? Yes. Have a navigation system? Yes. So then I had some extra things in it that the Lord was blessing me for because of this journey. I didn't know. So I had heated seats, heated stern wheel, remote starter, sunroof, all these things that I didn't even ask for. So I'm like, wow. So we go test drive the car and uh, come back, uh, apply for the car, get approved for the, the car within less than um, less than an hour. I was walking out the door with a brand new car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally how the Lord walked me over there. And that car I did not realize because I was like, heated seats, you know, we don't get that kind of temperature down here and heated stern wheels. But I didn't realize that truck was for this journey out here because it's so cold in Wyoming because we have a lot of negative degree temperatures here. So the Lord, just even on the journey, my daughter, I love you so much. I'm going to bless you to whereas when I send you out, you know, I'm going to send you out where I make sure that you don't, you, 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 you comfortable even in the coldness, you know, you don't have to hide out in the house with it. Oh God, it's too cold. No, he set the truck up where it was for this climate. So I got heated stern wheel. So whenever I have to go out in the cold, I just crank the remote start on the, <laughs> the stern wheel is warming up and the seats are heating up for me. I love that. I love that so much because he already, he goes before us. He already knows mm -hmm. the future before we get there. So he he not only provided what you needed, a new car, he provided the car you needed for your next season. I love yes. that. Can you imagine 
having your old Mustang <laughs> in 12 inches of snow. <laughs> never made it, but it never a made Mustang it. Mustang that sits low to the ground. Yes. <laughs> Instead of having yes. an SUV that sits up that has, yes. you know, all the things that you need to navigate the terrain that you're being sent to that. I, I love that. I love that. That mm-hmm. is so good. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many different directions we could go uh, with your story, but I, I do kind of um, want to highlight a couple of things that you said, and I think we're going to have to wrap it up with this, even though I, I so want to go further with it. But the fact that you said um, th- there were so many specific instructions that you got, and it seems like it's so easy for you to hear from the Lord. So for the people who are listening, who, as they're listening to your story, have continuously said to themselves, I just don't hear from God like that. What would you say to them? Um, What I would say is that God is always speaking. He's always speaking. We just have to get still long enough to recognize that he's speaking and get out of our own head. Um, once I begin to slow down uh, and, and, and not completely slow down because he, he was slowing me down as I was walking on this journey. But once I began to, of course, that was some prayer. It was some prayer. Me and you have prayed about it. The church I was currently at, uh, Life United, uh, had taught a lot about hearing God's voice. Um, so just walking in that season of praying about it and, and um I, to be honest with you, Dr. Kedra, all I did was pray. Like I didn't have to do anything to hear God's voice. He just started speaking. So mm-hmm. I think it was the expectation of wanting to hear the Lord's voice so I can know that I am lining up with his will. It was the expectation of God, I want to hear from you. Yes, we have the written word, which is our standard. So even when he speaks to you, that needs to be well, we realize that this is the standard, even him speaking to you should line up with the word, but it's that, that rhema word that he give also. Yeah. Um, and so really it was just a matter of praying about it and then expecting, expecting to hear from him. But in the, because I, I would half of the times he would wake me up and that's when he would start speaking early in the morning, you know, like early in the morning is when, you know, I would be still enough where he would wake me up and start speaking to me. Um, even if it was initially started through a dream, but then he would just literally start speaking to me. Yeah. So I think it's just to be, it's just to get out your head and to be expecting, to expect God because he wants to speak to us more than we want him to speak to us. That's so good. That's so good. That is so good. And so a, a few of the specific things that you uh, said, um, the fact that when he told you to pack your bags and go West, that your, your initial thought was you, you kind of got excited because you thought you may be going back to Seattle. And sometimes we have to make sure that we don't get stuck in what's familiar uh-huh. because what's familiar will prevent us from being where it is that God wants us to be. Man. You know, and so that was huge when you said that, you know, to me. And, and, and then also um, when you said, uh, Casper, Wyoming, that this was never a place I would have wanted to go. You know, when we are following um, the Holy Spirit, we are going to find ourselves 
in places that we never thought we would be. Amen. And so we have to be open and receptive and willing to go wherever he leads, because why would he lead you? Um, why would he give you an instruction to go to a place when you're not willing to go to an unfamiliar place? So maybe <laughs> a part of the not hearing is because you're not willing. Ooh. <laughs> Why would he speak and give instruction to someone who's not willing to do what he's about to, what he wants to instruct you to do? Okay, That's now good. I'm meddling, so I better move on. A, a, a couple That's of other good. things. That's you good, said, though. A couple of other things you said was, I, I love this. You said, the more you prayed, uncertainty became peace. Mm -hmm. I love that. The more you prayed, that which was uncertain turned into peace. And so we have to make sure that, you know, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. Amen. And sometimes we don't pray through a thing long enough to get to the point of where we find that peace. Sometimes what that which we're calling prayer is really complaining. Hey, <laughs> Amen. We just attaching we just attaching the Lord's name to it and think that is prayer. That's not prayer. That is murmuring and complaining, which the Bible Ooh. specifically tells us not to do. So if you if you want to arrive at that place of peace in the midst of uncertainty, you have to pray your way into that place. Amen. So, so that you can receive the answers that you need. And here's another thing you said. You said as you accepted the instruction. It was then that he gave you the specific dates. Mm. Again, a lot of us, we want to know all the details before we say, yes, Lord. Mm. Come on. But wow. he, he, we, why would he give us all the details if we haven't even accepted the initial instruction? You accepted the fact that he said, pack your bags and go west. Yes, Lord. And then that's when the specific instructions came. Had you never said, yes, Lord, I think you'd still be in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Me too. So some, some, sometimes, sometimes when we feel like the Lord's not speaking, it's because we haven't even uh, surrendered to his original initial instruction. We are still waiting on all the details before we give him our okay, <laughs> our yes to him. And he's waiting for us to say, yes, I'm willing, even without knowing the details. The fact that you were willing to drive halfway across the country by yourself in a U-Haul truck that you have never driven with a trailer on the back, on the back with your SUV by yourself, <laughs> that is a huge step of faith. And I'm what was it? A day, the day before it was time for you to move was when the ram in the bush came mm -hmm. the yes, day before. So you yes, literally, I mean, the truck was already packed. The U-Haul was already packed mm -hmm. before the ram in the bush was ever presented. I mean, it's just so like Abraham with the knife in his hand, holding it up, prepared to sacrifice his son. That's the same position you were in. We have to see how the, the, old, the, the word in the Old Testament is relevant today. That's exactly what you were doing. You, you, your, 
you had already done what was necessary to obey the instruction before the, the ram in the bush was presented. Amen. Amen. I, yes, Dr. Keeter, I was going at whatever cost uh, because I knew that I had to be in Casper. I knew that I knew because he hadn't one gave me so much clarity. He hadn't literally confirmed everything that was going to happen on the day. I mean, I'm seeing how everything is just lining up with what he told me, like all his instructions. So it was no turning back for me. Even if he hadn't provided the ramp, I was going to trust him that me and the Holy Ghost was going to be in that truck surrounded by angels driving right on down to Casper. I was going regardless. I love that. that. Was it. I love that. You talk about a step of faith, walking in faith, not by sight. What a beautiful, beautiful example of that. Thank you so much, Shantan, for sharing your story because, you know, he's no respecter of persons. Amen. What he's, what he's done for you, he'll do for others. How he provided for you, he'll, he'll provide for others. When we are obedient to the instruction he gives us, you know, he always pays for what he orders. Mm -hmm. You mentioned mm -hmm. at different points that you didn't necessarily have the finances for, but he provided and continues to provide. Oh my goodness, we could go on for an uh, forever about what he's doing <laughs> as you are there now. So again, of course, you will hear back from Ms. Shantan again because we got to share that portion of the story as well. But I just wanted you guys to hear what faith in action looks like. So thank you, Shantan, once again for sharing this portion of your story with us. Um, and I pray that somebody's faith was increased as a result of you sharing your testimony. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, wasn't that worth having her back? Amazing. Amazing. If you were not encouraged by that, oh my goodness, I don't know what it takes to get you encouraged, but walking and, and following the direction of the Holy Spirit is priceless. It is absolutely priceless. There were several things that she mentioned through uh, her story that will also connect that into the show notes of this particular episode. But I just want all of you to know that just like Shantan hears from the Lord and she's able to follow the Holy Spirit and that she is able to see him moving and be faithful to his word in her life, you can experience the exact same thing. So whatever it is he's instructing you to do, be faithful to be obedient to his instruction. And so I hope and pray that that encouraged you. If you'd like to go deeper, you can always uh, grab a group of your friends, go through one of my books, uh, the Everyday Wisdom book series. There's also available on my website at kedrahobbly.com all of the blogs that we are uh, discussing here. And if you haven't already done so, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with someone else. The more you share it, uh, the more people can become aware of it and be blessed and ministered to in their everyday life. Again, I hope you join us for our next episode because getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Thank you for listening to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to join us for our next episode where we share a little more wisdom so you can get a little bit wiser.